Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, y'all. Jeremy Parsons here. Just wanted to personally thank y'all for tuning in and watching the Amato podcast. All right, here we are today. We're with talking with Matt Kamat, the Lehigh Valley medium. Uh, since a young age, Matthew has had the uncanny ability to know things about others. When casually speaking with friends and family, he would begin talking to them about things they have already experienced or were currently going through in their lives that he would otherwise know nothing about, um, which is awesome. Uh, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Like I said before, I wish this was in person. Um, but we, you know, we do the best that we can and hopefully, uh, it can be in person, uh, shortly. I know me too. <laughs> uh, could you, could you take us way back and, and kind of explain how you, how you realized you had this gift? Yeah. Um, it actually started when I was a child. Um, I, uh, I would always, I don't know, just, I've always had this uncanny, um, ability to just realize things before they would happen. So um, I never really saw, I never knew I was a medium until later in life because uh, I never saw like spirits. Some some mediums do, they actually uh, can um, experience and see visions of people and uh, hear voices and things like that. I never had that. I just had more of the ability to um, feel things, know things, and I still don't see them, thank God. To this, uh, but had that ability since I was a child, I always knew I had some sort of a gift. I just never understood what it was. It wasn't until uh, it kind of went away for a little while, and then it came back when I was a teenager, and then um, and then then the really intricate details in my head started to come come into play. Uh, it wasn't until my late twenties, early thirties, when it was like overtaking. It was giving me anxiety and um it was really at that point my husband's the one who pushed me towards it because we would watch the long island medium and uh uh i would recognize some of the things she's talking about that i would be like that's weird i get things like that and like i didn't think anything about it i'm like oh i'm not a medium but uh and then we went to go see her spiritual advisor pat longo she's amazing um she said that um the Five minutes into the conversation, she's like, honey, you're a medium. And I'm thinking, a medium? Kind of a, like, like dead people? I actually said, like, dead people? And she's like, like, ghosts and things? And she's like, well, they're not ghosts, they're spirits. But uh, she's like, yes, you, not every medium, because I said, I don't see them. She's like, not every medium does see them. Everybody can interpret it differently. She's like, the way that you're interpreting it, she's like, you're more clairvoyant when it's more clairsentient, which clairvoyant is visually in your head. And uh, clairsentient is when you have feelings. So I pick up on these two are the strongest ones. Um, and then some mediums pick up on more of these two. I feel like visually and, and audible. And I don't get that, that as much. I'm definitely more visions in my head. So they actually, uh, they pick up and they use signs and symbols to represent different things. So they use my memories and replay them back in my head. And it, so I pick up on that, if that makes sense to you. To me, it's an everyday thing. It's normal for me. It doesn't, not, not weird for me. So, 
But so so that's that's now. But when you when you first um, you kind of touched on it with anxiety when you first started having these um, feelings. Um, did it freak you out? I mean, how did you how did um, you how did you deal with it? I uh, to be honest, no, because I, I've had this like I said as long as I can remember. I I can't remember a time without it. So it's never really freaked me out. I mean, the only thing that would freak me out is when somebody says, "How do you know that?" or "Or how did you how did you how did you understand that?" or "How do you know you don't even know me?" How do I, that freaks me out sometimes? And I'm like, I don't I I don't know. I don't know how I know that these things. I just it just comes to me. I can't explain it. But it's never it never like turned on or it never really it it's not overwhelming or it scares me. I, I think they do that on purpose. I, I know a lot of mediums. Like, uh, I know a lot of people who have this gift and so on and so forth. And sometimes it does scare them. Um, for me, it never really did. Because, like I said, it's just always been part of my life. And I really think that, and I call me crazy for saying this, but I think they respect my boundaries and they don't want to scare me. So, um, I really think spirits do honor boundaries so most of them at least and um i actually say that using my readings too is that you know when people get freaked out by there's a noise in my house or there's this or there's that i'm like just tell them tell them give them boundaries that like listen like i, I do that every single night and i know i'm going off on another tangent but uh <laughs> but when i go to bed every night i tell them like they're not welcome in my room like that's and i know i sound crazy for doing that but i do it every single night i'm like you know please stay out of my room Stay out here. You're not welcome in my room, like, because I don't want to be woken up by some floating entity above my bed or something. I'm like, no, I'm good. So uh, as long as they get, they stay their boundaries and give me my space, I'm good. So it's never really frightened me. Is it ever overwhelming when you're in, um, you know, hopefully this is not a dumb question, when you're in like a large group of people and you have a lot of different things coming at you, different feelings? That's definitely not a dumb question. Um, that's very yes. Um, I can definitely get overwhelmed because the energy in the room, um, uh, it's called uh, an empath. So a lot of people are empathic where they pick up on energies of other people. It's like a sponge when you, you know, you can squeeze out and the, everything comes out of the sponge. But also when you let go of the sponge, it can absorb everything. And that's like us. All of our, our bodies are like that. Energy can be attracted to you or you can also expel energy. Um, that's like Reiki. You can actually heal with that and um so uh, i'm also an empathic and so when i go into a space i'm not personally i love people that doesn't bother me it's not like it's not a an, a uh, an anxiety of oh there's people or oh i don't like to be talked to i'm like no i love that i'm very engaging it's it's i can pick up my energy and i can actually a lot of times know where in a room to go or where not to go it's it's that's the best way i can describe it it's just yes yeah, so your point is, is yes, like I don't like to go to music fests, uh, something locally. Um, and it's not because I don't like music fests. I love music fests. But when I go, yeah, I can pick up on energies, any kind of festivals like that. Um, I can just pick up on energy sometimes and sometimes I'm fine. So but and then but it's usually big, large crowds that really I can start getting headaches and um, it doesn't give me like anxiety attacks, but I I, don't, I can't let my guard down and I can't feel comfortable because I'm constantly looking around and I'm feeling like I can literally start picking up on people's energies around around me. So, it, If it's a lot of negative energy, you know, people say, you know, if you're around a lot of negative people, uh, it brings you down. Um, you you kind of want to stay with positive right. people. If you have a lot of that, that negative energy that you're, that you're reading and feeling, does it stay with you? Do you bring it home to you? Um, it can, it can, and that's why saging um, and getting rid of negative energy. People think it gets rid of spirits. I'm like, no, it gets rid of negative energy. So yes, we try to sage. We we do it usually about three times a week, sometimes a little less, sometimes a little more. But uh, depending on the energy mood, like I've been telling people to, you know, we're all trapped at home right now. Is all that, and, and people, you're, you're listening to the news, you're watching all these things. People are depressed and things of that nature. I'm like, right now is a good time to sage because. You're really marinating in negative energy right now. So, um, 
but yeah, staging is really important because um, yes, you can transport. I always say it's it's like um, cigarette smoke. I don't know, back in, maybe I'm dating myself, when you could smoke in restaurants and bars and things like that, you know, you would bring it home, it'd be in your hair, it'd be on your clothes, it'd be on your skin, until you showered or took your clothes off and, and put them in the laundry, like, that stayed on you, and energy is like that too, it can just stay on you, so if you've ever noticed, even when somebody hasn't been smoking, but they've been in a smoking place, you can be like, you smell like smoke, and it's like, well, I don't smoke, but oh, I went to a bar, or oh, I went here and there. It can just stay on you, and that's how negative energy is. Once you're hugging somebody, or somebody was just in a, a fight, and you're near that energy, that yes, it can transfer to you, and then you can transfer it to other people as well. Can you explain the saging? I wanted to do this uh, myself in my house. You know, I just I feel a, a you know a bad energy going on, some some, some bad mojo. Um, can I do this in my house myself? Yes. So, um, I'm going to give you the typical, I mean, you can do lots of different ways, um, by adding different things to your sage and so on and so forth. But, um, I would start with like a sage stick. This is white sage. You can get it at a local, um, a local store. You can like a spiritual store. You can also get it from Amazon. You can get it anywhere. Um, but anyway. So a white sage, um, this is California white sage. It's just dried sage with a little string. Um, you can also get it with lavender. You can get it with all different ones um, for like soothing anxiety, things of that nature. We just stick to the white sage. Um, what you want to do is you can actually, I like to cut mine up. We actually would take scissors and cut ours up and put it into a bowl because a lot of times when, you, when you're staging, which I'll explain that in a second, but the embers will fall. So I don't want to like start a fire. So I like to cut mine up and put it in a ceramic bowl. You can see there's some leftover sage in here. Um, also, Palo Santo. And this is also something that I like to use. You can, I like to sage for, oh yeah, see, look, I'm getting sage all over my desk. Uh, so um, we like to cut it up and put it in a bowl. Um, but Palo Santo is a type of wood that if you would like to burn, this brings in positive energy. So with this, you're expelling negative energy. And then after I'm done with that, we go around and burn Palo Santo, uh, which is really smells amazing. It smells like a campfire. Um, sage smells a little like weed and Thanksgiving. That's what I like to. <laughs> but uh, what you would do is you would light your sage. I'm going to do mine with the bowl, um, but you can light it. It's the same thing, same concept. You would light it. And I'm not going to light it too much because it can get overwhelming. There we go. And I take a feather. You don't need a feather. But what you like to do is you crack the window. Um, I You don't have to go crazy. People open all the windows in the house. You, you're welcome to. But I'm just going to do it as if you're doing your room right there that you're in. You would crack the window. You would start in the opposite side. You want to go from left to right. So west to east, pretty much. And you just pretty much go around the room and... There's many things you can say. There's not a wrong way or a right way necessarily to do it, but really you're just more about your intention. So you'd want to say, like, I usually say negative energy. You're not welcome here. Only happiness, love, light, laughter, and good readings. That's what I hope for. Um, but if you wanted health, if you wanted um, abundance, if anything like that, but you want to get rid of any negative energy. So negative energy is not welcome. And you would want to go around the room and expel the energy you're pretty much telling the energy it's not welcome here and you snuff out the energy and then it would go out the window. Um, and then I would go around and light the Palo Santo and wish for positive energy to be drawn in. So this, you can also shave this and put it into your bowl of sage and burn at the same time. Some people do that where they'll actually take the shavings and put it into the sage. Um, that's just a real quick and easy way. I mean, yes, there are, I can sit here, we can have a whole hour long staging, um, but a very quick way, it's more about intention and not necessarily what you say. People are so worried. I was worried when I first started that it was about what you're saying, but pretty much it's about the intention. It's about my intention is to get rid of the negative energy. It's not welcome in my room. I'm only to, to be surrounding myself with positive energy, light, love, laughter. Like you want positive things around you. So it's not a religious experience. It's a spiritual Yes, experience. 
spiritual. Now, you can bring in God into that conversation. Um, when there are there are prayers that you can pull up online to do. Um, I have a book of all different ones. You can pull out the house. You can do for a newborn baby. You can do all different sagings. I'm just doing a typical ne releasing negative energy type of uh, um, saging. So... Um, but there's, you can literally do all different types. You can do ones for healing. You can do all different types because again, it's all about the intention, but the, the typical one we do is to get rid of negative energy and to bring in positive energy, if that makes sense. So in, in my business, I'm, I'm a painting contractor and I do estimates. I'm going into people's houses all the time. And, uh, I've always said I can get a really quick feeling on somebody. Um, if I had your gift and you're in your regular life and you're going out and doing regular, you know, you're buying furniture or you're, or you're going out to a restaurant. Are you able to quickly, you know, tell your husband, Hey, you know what? We're not dealing with this person. Yes. Very, very much. So, um, I can just not get a good vibe just be like, I'll, I'll take him aside usually quietly or he can tell a lot of times he can tell, he can pick up on my energy that I'm not as open and welcoming and I usually kind of retreat back or I'm very quiet and I won't talk. And he's like, do you not like they'll walk away for a second or something? He's like, what's up with you? And I'm like, mm. and he could just tell he's like, yeah, you're not feeling them. I'm like, mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm not getting a good vibe or, or sometimes it doesn't mean they're a bad person. It could be that they have a lot of negative energy on them. Like we were just talking somebody, they could have just been around somebody who, who was just in a fight or something of that nature. It doesn't have to be necessarily that person. They can be surrounded by negative energy, um, but I can usually pick up on it. It doesn't, like I said, so I don't like to say that it means that they're a bad person or anything like that, but let's like you, if you walk into a house, it's not necessarily always the person. It could be, or let's just say you go into somebody's house and I, I hope I'm not stereotyping or anything, but you go in and the woman is there and the husband's not, you could be picking up on the negative energy of the husband and not her. So uh -huh. it doesn't necessarily, that person's bad. It could be, or the kid, it doesn't have to be the husband. It could be maybe the teenage son that's into like a lot of bad things or whatever. It doesn't have to necessarily be that person. It could be that their energy is in that house that you could be picking up on as well. But if you get a negative feeling, trust it. That is my number one thing I will say to the day I die is trust your instinct, trust your gut. I'm like, I do that with everything that I do, and I truly believe that. Like, even doing this interview, I just had, I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. Like, I, I didn't even get to, I didn't meet you until this very interview, and I could tell that you were a good person already, and I just had a good vibe. I don't know. Well, thank you. I, I tell you, a lot of times I'll come back after an estimate, and, and Tanya is our person who does our day-to-day -day work, so she has to go eventually deal with these customers, and I'll come back, and I'll be like, uh, I don't know about this one, but here they accepted the proposal and inevitably it's a horrible yeah. experience. Yeah, and it doesn't, and like, again, like you even just said, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad people or something. It's just that sometimes you can just get a vibe and you, you can't explain it. You can't put your finger on it. Sometimes I can, I can actually say, I'm like, no, this person is, is going through a lot right now, or maybe it's a sad thing. It may not be a bad thing. You might be picking up on sadness. Maybe somebody just died in their family or they're going through a disease or something where there's a lot of sadness in the house and you walked in and picked up on that negative energy. The negative energy doesn't have to mean evil. People, people assume things when you say negative energy. They're like, oh, I thought they were a bad person. I'm like, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. I mean, you could have negative energy. Somebody could walk into your home one day and just because you've been in a bad mood or you just came from somebody's house and brought that energy into your home and now they're on that energy. So um, it's really hard to explain in one sentence all of that, but it's that's the best I can explain to you. It's it, that it's, it picks up and it can be drawn to other people. And then there's times when you do pick up and you can tell that somebody's a bad person. I, there, there's a difference in that feeling where walking into somebody's home and feeling something and walking into somebody's home and feeling yeah, or walk, meeting somebody and saying, mm -mm, they're not a good person. Like, I, I've literally shook somebody's hand before, and I was like, this person has anger issues. I can feel it, because I just, I felt immediate, I got anger. So I'm like, I just felt, like, I wasn't mad. <laughs> People think that I take on these emotions, like I transform, like, no, but I, I just got a, I got an anger feeling in my, in my gut. And 
I'm like, this person has a lot of anger issues, or this person's, oh, this person's really sad. I've actually done that before where I said to Brad, my husband, that, uh, that I'll see somebody and I'm like, I really feel like I just want to give them a hug. <laughs> So I'm like, is that weird? Well, now, oh my God, people probably threaten me to get away from me, uh, which is social distancing, but uh, it's like a threat now. Um, but but I would, I'd want to just hug people. Sometimes I can just feel it. I, I, I can't explain it. And just like when I do some of my posts online, uh, they have value medium, uh, mm. but it's the truth. But sometimes I just get a gut feeling where I'm like, I feel like I'm supposed to talk about this today. And it's so funny. You'll see in the comments, people will say, I really needed to hear this today. This is exactly what I've been feeling. It's exactly what I needed today. I'm like, all right, I guess that's why to me it meant nothing, but I'm like, I feel like I'm supposed to talk about this. So everything happens for a reason. So always go with your gut. Always go with your gut. After you met uh, Pat Longo, how did you make that switch to develop your, your gift and also make it a profession? Um, that's a good question. So, uh, funny. Um, what, can you curse on here or not? Yeah, here? Absolutely. Let it fly. <laughs> okay, good. Shit. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I didn't know how the normal interview, you know, with uh, TV and radio or whatever, you can't. So, it's time to make sure. Um, well, because I'm the God's honest truth this week. So, we get in the car. Uh, it was in Long Island. We get in the car. It's raining. And I remember I'm driving. And uh, so we, we get in the car and Brad's like, so you're a medium. He's like, this is crazy. Like, how cool is this? He's like, you talk to dead people. And I'm like, I'm sitting there. We didn't even start driving yet. So I'm just sitting there. And I'm like taking it all in. And I literally word for word said, great. What the fuck am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> I, I mean, I legitimate. I go, I tell you, I go, great. The fuck am I supposed to do with that? So I, I had a normal job, you know. I worked in the corporate world. I, you know, I. I what am I supposed? I was I just supposed to just quit my job and do this? Like I, 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 everything was just so overwhelming for a moment. I literally sat there for like five, ten minutes, just trying to take it in before I started on a long drive. Um, so to be honest, I really, I didn't do anything. It was about a year and a half. Like I just kind of still led my normal life. I didn't really tell anybody because I didn't want people to think I was a kook, um, which obviously, you know, I'm not and nobody else is either. But I that that's the interpretation. Everybody, you know, they usually think you're nuts. So which I have not experienced that, which is wonderful. But uh, that was what I anticipated. And I was actually wrong. Um, maybe people do, but they don't tell me. Um, but uh, so it was literally I took about a year and a half. Um, and I, I still just continued doing this. If I felt something, I would tell somebody, so on and so forth. And, um, I didn't really trust it. Either. Um, I'll show you in a second. Uh, so I would start experiencing more and more and more. So it, it's almost like they were showing their presence to me even more. Cause now that I knew what it was, it was interesting. It was like somebody put the, they turned the light switch on, but now that I knew what it was and not just. Where is all this information coming from? Now I had a, a I had a, a guidance of who this was, um, that it was spirits and you know my my spiritual guides and so on and so forth. Um, I didn't really have a person that I could rely on. I had to just kind of do this all myself. Um, but in my images, in pictures, in videos, and so on and so forth, um, I start seeing faces in them, and I do have one. Um, it's now we're talking, this was oh God, like eight years ago. So I don't have a lot of the videos and pictures, but I did manage somehow to keep one between all my different phones. Um, this is the one actually, this is the one that really changed my uh, perspective and, and realized that I'm like, okay, I have to do something with this gift is this was the second time in this one week that an image popped up in my pictures. Um, and the first time I just was like, everybody's like, there's a face. Did you see the face in your picture? And I'm like, I, I didn't really see it. And everybody else that saw this picture kept saying, because it was on the internet, and everybody kept saying they saw this face in, in the in behind me. And it was a video, actually, not a picture. I should say. That one was a video. Um, you can see a face pop into the, the picture and pop back out of the video. Um, 
you do kind of see, I think, you do see it, but I kept rolling it off, and it's nothing, it's nothing. Um, then a couple of days later, I take this picture. This, um, believe me, if I could pick, pick a better picture to have a face in, I would. Uh, it's a picture of me coming back late at night from the bar with one of my friends who's passed out in this picture. Um, but it's in my car. Again, both pictures were, the first video and this picture were both in my car. Um, and uh, I took a picture of him and sent it to a friend. And the friend is the one who sent it back to me and said, who's this in the picture? Um, anyway, so once I saw this and I, I saw, gave it to my husband, he literally said, he's like, you got to do something with this. He's like, this, you're constantly getting people in pictures. He's like, you've been reading people. He's like, either do something with this or don't. But he's like, this is, this is craziness, like that you're not doing anything with this gift. So anyway, this is the picture. This is the picture that kind of turned me on to having this career. So as you can see the. Oh, wow. There's my friend. There's me. I was taking a picture of him passed out. And this picture, uh, there's actually two faces um, that came in. It's. Yeah. I see it. So, yeah. Kind of crazy. Um, that's the picture that really changed everything for me because, like I said, that was the second time. Like, that's not just an orb. It's not like that's a face. Um, and I, uh, I, that's why I kept that picture because it's literally what changed me to think, okay, maybe I should start looking into this more. So I started doing some research. And when I mean, when I say research, more about like how to, how to do readings, like how to just, how to turn it on and turn it off. And, um, I did speak to Pat Longo and again, and she kind of taught me the basics on how to turn it on and turn it off. Um, which is something it takes time to figure out how to do. Um, and that's why I like to help people now though. Um, anybody that ever needs help with like some guidance, I try to help them the best I can. Cause I knew that I didn't have anybody really to turn to, um, so if I can give that guidance to anybody, I mean, everybody has their own path that they need to take. There's no manual or book you can read. I mean, anybody that would put one out, uh, unless it's only by opinion, there's really no guideline. There's no rule. People can, I hear people uh, that come to me that say, I, I was told I can't go to a medium between six months of somebody's passing and I've heard, you know, I've been told you're not supposed to do this and you're not supposed to do, I'm like, who the hell's coming up with all this stuff? There's no rule. Generally, yes, you should probably go, you should probably wait a little while, but there's no rule. No, absolutely not. You can't do this and you can't do that. I'm like, who are these people making on these rules? I have no idea. So that's, the whole point is this, it's really more about just trusting your own journey and just kind of having some guidance, but there's really no one to, to teach you how to do it. Um, there are classes you can take and stuff, but I mean, everybody's gifts are so different. It's not like when you can learn how to do a job and there's a guideline on how to do it step by step. So, you know, it'd be like teaching you how to do what you're doing. Your interview style is going to be different than somebody else's and the way that, I mean, the run the machines is one thing, but to have your own, how, this is how you run a radio show. Like, no, that's, you have to do it yourself. Like, because everybody's interpretation and everybody's skills are different. So uh, there's really no set way to do it. Um, but so anyway, I did it on my own. And um, I really don't have a one way of how I did it. I just knew that this was the path. And now I follow it. So um, I've been... Doing every step that I do, I always stop and ask my guides, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this the, is this the path I'm supposed to be taking? And I think really up to them. Um, you really have to just ask for guidance and accept the signs and follow them. Where people, I feel like, are waiting for the spirits in the heavens to talk to them and show them what to do. I'm like, I really, that's not the way I do it, at least. I believe in almost presenting something to them and being like, is this what I'm supposed to do? You know, is this the path I'm supposed to take? That's the way I do it. I believe in kind of letting them tell me if this is the right move or not, or opening the doors, if that makes sense. Cause I feel like 
with signs, a lot of people are waiting for like this billboard to show up or this monumental sign of what to do. And I'm like, that's not really how they work. At least with me. I, I can't speak for other people. So I know it kind of answered like three different things in that. That's all right. You're doing, Sorry. You're doing my job for me. That's fine. Uh, is it ever a burden for you? I can't imagine my life without it. So I hate to say yes, well, but um, I will say, answering that real quick, I don't find it a burden, but I do feel like it'd be nice if my mind could just turn off sometimes. And so it's not a burden. Um, I will say this, that's why I've kind of been enjoying this, um, and I hate to say enjoying this uh, quarantine is because it's giving me this nice long break where my mind is actually at ease. Like I'm not having to do a million readings all the time where, and I love it. I'm not complaining. I really am not. I love what I do. I love helping people. Um, but it's gotten, it's gotten, it's given me the opportunity to just kind of relax my brain. Um, and I've been enjoying that. So, because normally it is nonstop. It's all day, all night. Yes. So it's, so since I've had this opportunity to just take a break and take a breather and not have any readings to do or anything, um, because I'm not getting stuff while I'm not, if that makes sense. While I'm, while I'm home, like I don't read my husband. I, I know too much about him. I, I don't read um, randomly to people I don't know. Like, I, I nah, when it's off, it's off. So, and it's been off for about a month now. So, it's been nice. I do on my show, though, once in a while, do a reading or two. And that's, I miss it. I will say I have missed it. When I do a reading, it's funny. It makes me just be like, oh, I do miss talking to them. It's like talking to an old friend. It really is. Is it, is it so, I can only equate this to me. So everybody, everybody, um, they think of me and they think of a painting company, which, and I'm much, I'm much more than a painting company, but, um, no, no you matter. Are, but you're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But whoever talks to me, we could be in the grocery store. We could be anywhere. I could be at the park. They have a painting question. If somebody comes over I to your house. <laughs> well, that was business though. Um, if somebody comes over to your house for dinner, um, or you're, you're out and they recognize you, um, are they assuming that, that you owe them a reading right there? Yes. Yes. What do you yeah. do? Um, well, I'll be 100% honest. Um, I mean, I expect it. I kind of, you know, uh, but I do get it all the time. Like, are you getting anything about me? Are you getting, um, Oh my! And they literally do the hand gesture. Are you getting anything? Um, I'm like, no. I mean, you know, you and you know this because you get it all the time too. Is you know, think it's almost the exact same thing. When somebody stops you um, and they say, "What do you think I should paint? What, what you know color do you think I should paint my living room?" You're like, I don't even know your name. How do I know what color to paint your living room? What? Like, like, I don't know what your house looks like. I don't know. What like, how would you know that? Same thing when somebody goes, like, are you getting anything? I'm thinking, I, I mean, I was just about to reach for some jelly on the shelf in the supermarket. And, you know, I, I wasn't thinking about somebody's grandmother. Like, you know, no, I don't. Sometimes, and I will say, though, it's a legitimate question because I can sometimes pick up on stuff. But no, usually not. It's, it's when you're off, you're off. You know that when you're not thinking about work, you're not thinking about work. You know, it's one thing if you walked into somebody's home and then they ask, what color do you think I should paint this room? You're like, hmm, you know what? A gray would be really nice in here. It's kind of same thing. Like if I'm, if I'm on, I hate to say turned on, but if, if I'm on though, if I turn my abilities like on um, and somebody asks me a question, yes, I most likely will pick up on something and kind of go, well, I'm most likely even thinking about something before they even said something. Um, where they're like, are you getting anything on me? I'm like, yeah, who's, you know, who's the woman who passed from the lung issues? Um, I could, I almost get it immediately. So, but no, when I'm in the grocery store or, um, no. And then I feel, I, I feel bad for saying no, because I want to, you know, listen, if I ran into I don't know, Mariah Carey, I don't know, whoever, 
Wouldn't you almost like go and be like, can you sing something? Like, I want to hear you. I want to see you live do it. Like, you know, you, you want to experience their gift. And um, I don't know why Mariah Carey. But anyway, um, whatever. But you, you get it. You want to experience their gift firsthand. So I, I get it. It doesn't make me upset. It just, and if anything, it makes me feel bad that I'm not able to give them what they want on the spot. Um, has it happened? Absolutely. 100%. It's usually the ones, though, that don't ask. It's the ones where I'm in the doctor's office, and I'm like, and they're just examining, you know, I was in a, I, was it the eye doctor? I don't know. Dentist, eye doctor, I was somewhere, and they were just doing an examination, and I'm like, did somebody just pass from this or that? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, yeah, um, I'm supposed to tell you that this and this and this and this, whatever. And then I go into, uh, you know, I'm supposed to tell you this, 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 this. And they're like, I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> so that is usually how it happens. Not, are you getting anything? I'm like, annoying. <laughs> no, I don't get annoyed. It's well, how, just, I how do I you give them usually what they want, but it's not usually like that. Um, it it, it it's your business too so how do you i don't know how you would differentiate so if people are looking for free information but you also you, you charge for it yeah what do you do well i always you know in the very beginning i felt bad i i didn't know how to charge because you know you're offering a service you're you're painting you're and i'm using you as an example but if you're painting you're doing a service you're and i am too but you're physically there you got the brushes and the buckets and the whatever the heck you do um with me it's something that i'm you know doing like singing or or cooking or something where i'm i'm using a talent which you are too you know what i mean yeah i don't have a i don't have a physical thing i'm doing i'm i'm just sitting here with my eyes closed you know and uh how do i charge for that like i feel bad but then um so I charged very, very little in the big beginning, like just barely anything. Um, and, but I had to keep working so I could only balance working and doing this. And then I started getting appointments and appointments and appointments. And I'm like, so eventually I'm like, well, if I just charged a little bit more, I could quit my job and then just do this full time and help more people. And so, yeah, that's why I was like, you know what, then I don't feel bad then. Cause if, if I don't charge and or I don't charge enough, I'm like, I have to go to work. And if I have to go to work, uh, this is taking a back seat. So, and why not? This is a natural gift where I hated going nine to five. So why not just do my natural gift that I feel like comes so easy to me and I enjoy and I love and it helps people and it makes them feel good and it makes me feel good. So if I can get paid for that. So I stopped feeling bad about charging, but, um, you know, uh, so it's, anyway, that's, that's how I feel with that is that I, you know, I don't gouge people. I think what I charge is fair. I, you know, I don't think I'm not looking to make, well, it'd be nice to make a million dollars, but I'm not looking to make a million dollars. I'm just, you know, I want to have, I want to be able to pay my car payment and my mortgage and, you know, and be able to do this. So, um, I got rid of that worrying about charging. Um, it is a business and that's the people want the you know the reading i'm like that's how it is but i do get all the time you know i'm broke can you give me a reading can you do this can you do that and you know it turns into you know every once in a great while you don't mind doing something for charity so i don't feel bad so i make sure i donate to charities i do um i give free readings to you know um i just did this for my friend's child who passed away it's a uh for neuroblastoma she has a wonderful maxwell foundation um anyway it's it's a wonderful foundation i donated reading i donated money i donated like i i do stuff in that way to give back um because i feel like when you give away services it cheapens your brand you know what i mean so i try to do things in different ways to try to give back and um i do offer free readings to um charities and things of that nature so um yeah i mean so anyway that's um that's i guess i don't know if you do the same thing i if you don't that's everybody does things differently but um but i'm sure you do i've heard your name everybody has such positive things to say about you so um we try to stay positive you know we uh you know a good example for our end is um i can give information i can't send a painter to your house to paint for free 
Um, sometimes we do for charities, uh, but I can tell you how to paint your kitchen cabinets. I can tell you how to remove that wall covering in your mother's house who maybe just passed away and you want to, you're trying to fix your house yeah. up and sell it. Our best job real quick story is I helped, I went to an estimate for a gentleman. He had wallpaper all over his mother's house. He had just passed away and the family needed to sell the house. They didn't have the money that we were going to charge them to do it. So I just explained how to do the whole job. Did it himself. He called us back a year later. It turned out he was an architect and he had a brand new health club they were building. And uh, gave us and gave us the whole contract for that job. So that's uh, cool. See, good karma. People yes, karma is like works with bad. I'm like, no, there's good too. Yep, that's good karma. That's, yeah, it was good karma. Well, I do the same thing with the staging because, um, you know, that was a really quick little synopsis, and that's usually what I can do and offer that. But um, I charge to go to people. Well, you know. And people think like, oh, it's nothing. Like, it is nothing, but it takes time out of my schedule. I have to get in my car. I have to bring my stuff. I have to go to your house. I have to sage your house, which that could take up to an hour, depending on how big your house is. Sage your house. Do all this stuff. I'm like, you could do it yourself. So if you want me to come, then I charge. I'm like, but, and it's not super cheap. Like, it's usually about 150, 200 bucks for me to come sage. Because it takes time out of my schedule. Like, it's usually about between driving and doing the staging and doing all that, it's usually probably about two hours, like, out of my day and to do all that. And plus, I leave materials, like, I leave you sage and I do all that. But anyway, so I usually just tell people, like, first, I'm like, you know, do you know how to stage? And they're like, no. I'm like, I mean, I can come do it for you, but I can also just teach you if you want. You could go do it. Sage only costs, like, $10. So if you want to do it, by all means, I'll teach you and just tell you how to do it really quick so you can do it, you know. I do the same thing where I'm like, I, I'm not looking to like, yeah, I don't know. I don't believe in that because I believe in karma. And I feel like if you're not honest or you rip people off or you do something dishonest, that will come back to you tenfold. Um, so you got to be careful on what you're doing. I don't believe in lying. I don't believe in stealing, cheating. I don't believe in any of those things because I just be honest. And that's why I'm like, I just believe in if you're authentic and you're yourself and you're honest with people, and you don't take advantage of people. I'm like, it's not, I've heard bad mediums take advantage of. I can't speak for all mediums. I just know for me, everything that I say is legit. I don't Google people. I don't research people. I don't do any. I mean, if there are mediums that do, then that's on them. But I know I can speak from experience and um, for myself that I just believe in being authentic and being real because that karma, good or bad, is a real thing. And I think everybody knows that. Agreed. When you're when you're doing a reading for a group of people, do you do you feel do you feel a pressure to be able to give a reading to everybody in the room? That's a very good. You're asking a very good question. Oh, thank um, you. Not the typical like every single question I always get is usually the same. Um, but anyway, yes, um, that is actually my biggest issue with doing that. So we actually um, that is literally my my biggest fear. It's not people always ask, are you, are you nervous? See, I don't want to jinx myself. I always have to, you know, I get this question all the time. Do you, and maybe it's on your list. I don't know, but I get it almost every single time. Have you ever had a reading where you, nobody come through? And I always say, I'm like, no, no. So far, knock on wood, no. Somebody always comes through. Um, it may not be the person you're looking for, but somebody always comes through. Um, but, uh, but that is a fear of mine. The, the other fear is... Um, but I mean that whatever will be will be. Um, my other fear is though is that not fear, excuse me, I shouldn't say it. Like you said, uh, anxiety is that um, leaving people with the uh, feeling like oh, I didn't get a reading. I hate that feeling. I hate. It's why I try to keep my group smaller so I can get to as many people as possible because I hate that feeling where like if you don't get if you don't, if you don't get to people like. They leave heartbroken that, oh, my, my, my Nana doesn't want to talk to me or I don't have anybody that loves me or doesn't want to talk to me or I really needed this and now I'm depressed and I wasted all this money. And I'm like, so yeah, that pressure is on. Um, I can't. I can only do so many. Um, it literally, physically, it ends up just, it takes, it's almost like the energy drains out and I can tell where I'm like, yeah, I'm tapped. Um, I can usually go about three hours. And then I'm tapped. I'm literally, I'm done. Like I'm, 
I'm spitting fumes out where I'm like, okay, I think I think I'm I can't do anymore. Like I'm done. So and I'm exhausted. Exhausted. So uh but what do you that is a fear of mine. It's not fear, um, anxiety. I keep using the word fear. It's not a fear, it's more I get anxious worrying about that. I'm like, I just have to get everybody a reading, I have to get everybody a reading. So uh, but, what do you have you ever got bad information? I, I don't mean bad. I mean bad as in negative, um, where you you just didn't want to give it to the person. Oh, you, so yes, I, I, I think you're saying like maybe that I got the information wrong. Um, I'll, I'll answer both of those actually because that is a question that people ask too. Is that um, excuse me, uh, it's chai tea. Um, but uh, first is um. That uh, what'd you say? The, the how is it? The the wrong. Have you have you got just um just horrible a horrible oh, feeling about? Yes. Um, I don't get it often because I don't allow it in. Remember, I told you they're really good with boundaries, and I don't believe in. I don't like seeing negative things. Like I don't want to. I would never tell somebody they're gonna die of cancer or, or I feel death coming or. Um, you know, be, be careful of the red car or I, I don't believe in doing that. That's not my place. I'm not God. I don't believe in telling people when they're going to die. I don't like that. There are mediums that do it. I don't believe in doing that. That's just me. Um, but, uh, so no negative energy, but uh, no negative thing. So I usually block it out, but yes, sometimes things will slip in and it's not necessarily negative in a way that I may not be able to see it because I don't want to see it. Um, but I might say that just, you know, you might want to get something checked. Like I've had that before. I'm like, they're telling me your blood pressure's high. Um, you need to watch that. Like, I'm not saying you're going to die. Like, I don't, I don't ever want to see any of that. I just, but they'll show me like blood pressure or they'll show me something health wise, or maybe it's not even health. They'd just be like, Hey, just to let you know, I'm like, they're showing me money getting taken out of your wallet, which that's a sign for me that I don't necessarily think somebody's like, oh, sorry, the bug. <laughs> a little gnat just flew in my face. I thought it was something like a fly. Sorry. Um, but they'll show me, uh, like, so it doesn't have to be, my signs aren't so literal, but somebody taking money out of a wallet means that somebody's, like, taking money from you, um, stealing. So that could be with, and then I usually saw, usually in my head, be like, okay, so is it at work or home? Like, where is this? And I'm interesting. I'm like, I feel like I just went to work. So I'm like, I think they're saying work. So I'm like, somebody's taking from you at work. So it's not a lot, but that's that's why they're doing it is that it's so it's so minuscule that you really won't notice. It's thirty dollars here, it's twenty five dollars there. It's you know, and they're like skimming. So I'm like, you might want to watch that. Which I don't know if this is for you or not, but I'm like, that's interesting that I just saw that. But I don't think it's you. But anyway, but when they show me that, like, so that could be the sign of. So I'm like, yeah. So they could show me bad things like that, um, or it could be a warning of something. Um, but that's about as bad as I let it get. Um, have I seen things worse? Um, I have seen a pregnancy where I'll be like, you know, they'll even predict the pregnancy or they'll bring them, and I'm like, I don't think this is going to end well. So, and I'm not. I don't, with the, like I, I don't see it I don't see there being a birth and I'm like what are you supposed to say to that so because if I'm if I'm wrong which I don't care I, if I'm wrong I'm wrong um, I don't I have no problem admitting when something isn't right or whatever but um, if I'm wrong I just worried them for no reason I'm like and if I'm right I don't want to, I don't care. I'd rather not be right. So mm -hmm. I have seen that and I just, what's the point of saying anything? So I just usually make sure I'll say something like, well, just make sure to stay up on your visits and, you know, do all your vitamins or do this or that. But, um, or sometimes I'll just see it difficult. I've told people that before. I'm like, I see everything being fine, but this is going to be a very difficult pregnancy. I feel like you're going to have this issue and that issue. And so just be careful and make sure, because I feel like you're going to be on bed rest towards the end, so you might want to get everything taken care of in the beginning. Um, and lo and behold, they email me, and they're like, shut up. That's exactly what happened. Blah, blah. So, um, hey, so 
So not anything horrible. But as for the other question, which you didn't really ask, but I do get that, so I'll bring that up too, is that has something not ever come through? Um, I think that's what we were talking about, right? Yeah, so um, when I brought that up, no, it hasn't happened, but could it happen? Yes. Um, was that the other thing that I said that I was bringing up? See, I don't, I will tell you, I don't have a very good memory. Um, people think that I, I say this all the time too, is I don't remember readings. I don't, I really don't. I can remember tiny little aspects sometimes of really memorable readings, but um, I really don't. I could have read you and you had, could have been here before because I don't know a lot of people's names. People think that too, like that because they, book, I don't do my bookings. They come and I don't even, I don't even know their name. Most of the time I, I have a reading tomorrow. I have no idea who it's with. I have a FaceTime reading and I have no idea who it's with. My husband booked it. They've already paid. All I know is I'm supposed to go. I have no idea anything about this person. I don't have a name. I don't have anything. So, um, so I don't know anything about them. Um, can something not come through? Yeah. Or can it be wrong? I've had things that have been wrong, but it's not that they're wrong. It's sometimes that I might be seeing it wrong. If that makes sense. So where I've said this right to people's faces and they're saying no, and I'm going, you can keep saying no all you want, but they're saying, yes, this is right. And they're like, okay, I'll write it down. And then they find out, they go home, and it was right. Like, they were wrong. Mm. So, um, so, I, so, but, um, and then sometimes they'll email me and tell me these things, or they'll come back for another reading, and then they'll tell me, um, you know, you were right about something that I didn't know until later. And um, so sometimes it's not that it's wrong. It's just that maybe I didn't see it right, or maybe it hasn't happened, or maybe they don't remember. Um, but it's usually always right, because if it's wrong, I mean, why would they give me wrong information? So, because uh, when, when I'm doing a reading, it's all about the person. Like, I don't think anything about my life or anything like that, so it's all about that person. I mean, literally, this is a conversation that literally could be like two, three hours. It's easy, because... There's so many, so many things that I could talk about. I'm like, I, it's literally something that is like, there's so many topics I could bring up. Oh, it is, it's draining. It's crazy. It's because there's so many different stories that have been accurate. There's so many different things that I could bring up about the way things work. Um, but my, I get questions all the time. And it's usually, I'll be honest, it's usually the same questions. It's like when I was on, the biggest loser many years ago uh i did like a press tour and you know uh larry king and doing all these things it was all the same questions who was your trainer how much weight did you lose was it real was the tv show real was you know i could go i i knew the question before it was maybe that's because i'm a psychic but no it was usually because the questions were the exact same question it's like i already knew where you're going with some of these questions when you started asking a couple of them where i'm like oh i know what he's gonna ask me so much. it's I, it's not because I'm psychic. It's because I just know it's the same questions mm -hmm. over and over. And I don't mind, but that's why I kind of just know what to tell people. I I've told the story so many times. It's just so easy. So it just it gets boring. I yeah, love the same question. I love it. So that's why when you get new ones, I'm like, well, that's a very good question. <laughs> very good question. Well, I have a good question for you. Oh shit! All so right. now. We're all stuck in the house with our significant others. Brad. <laughs> He's down. What what what's the major pet peeve that you just realize is driving you crazy? Mm. With, him? with him? Oh. Like yeah, you maybe not have ever realized before, but now we're stuck in the house all day looking at each other. My Honest answer is I. I don't think anything, and I'm I'm really being serious. I, um, he's my best friend, and um, it, it's not really an it's not really an annoying thing. Is because I'm I'm not I, we have not been the most motivated of people during this quarantine. We've gotten some things accomplished, um, but if anything, our dogs have gotten sick, our dryer is broken. 
Like we had, we've had to deal with stuff. Um, but uh, I, I think we wanted to both get some more projects done. If I had to say anything was annoying, that I wish he would just finish some of the projects he started. <laughs> but that's, I mean, I, that's not really, I'm not annoyed with it because I'm even worse. He's more motivated than I am half the time. So I can't really be annoyed with it. I, that's the only thing because otherwise I can't think of it. I, I, when he, when he leaves to go mow the lawn or something, I'm like, oh, I miss you. <laughs> So, um, but I think also doesn't, it helps because he usually works a job that he's never home. So this is like wonderful that we get to spend time together. We never really had time to spend together. Um, if anything, I'm probably more annoyed him than he annoys me. So, uh, that would probably be a really better question for Brad to answer than me. Cause I guarantee he probably has an answer for that. So <laughs> separately and see if he says that because I'm like nothing he's probably like oh yeah <laughs> I probably get on his nerves all the time has this has this slowed you down the uh the uh, for business wise oh yes um uh, right now um tomorrow's my first FaceTime reading so um I did want to practice with somebody um a previous client and um, she did some really amazing stuff for me, uh, made my birthday cake for me and she's given me clients and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? So there's a free reading. So I was like, you know what? I, I need practice. And she had a reading coming up anyway. And I'm like, she's done so much for me. And like, it's and her father had just passed like the month prior. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give her a free reading. So, um, I did and it went really well. I just... I, and this isn't bad doing this whole FaceTime thing, but I like in person. So I've just been putting it off too, because I know me and I know the way I am. And once I get started on something, I know that I, I can't just pause it. So once I start, I'm on a mission. So my right now, when you say things slow down, yeah, everything was in person. So I've had to. My whole schedule for the past month, which I, I've been booked out for months, has been keep pushing and pushing and pushing. So I've had group events I've had to, to reschedule, not cancel, but had to reschedule. And now the reschedule is going to have to be rescheduled. And people bought tickets. And oh, it's that part's frustrating and annoying because I'm like, I just want to make people happy. Um, I don't care about pushing it off. That's fine. And um, as for money, you know, thank God we have some savings, so we're fine. Um, you know, but that will run out eventually. But uh, so I'm gonna start doing some FaceTiming. Plus, I just gotta catch up with some people that I haven't been able to give a reading to that I keep getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. So, but most people, I have a reading list. Of, I think about 15 to 20 people right now on FaceTimes that would want a FaceTime reading, but for the most part, people just want to wait to see me in person, so I'm fine with that. Uh, they just have been rescheduling. But most people have, they haven't rescheduled me. I've had to reschedule. They're all down. If I said I'd be doing a reading today, people would show up. Yes. I, uh, it's really kind of creepy to me that I'm like, wait, you don't even know, where you, like, you're just willing to come here? Like, what if I have the virus? Like, yeah. what if they have to come here? But I've had to reschedule people. I'm like, there was very few. We've had a few that say, hey, I'm going to need to reschedule because of the virus. Hey, I'm going to... Few. I'm like, few. Everything else has been, are, are we still on for this reading? I have one that just emailed about for another, like, I think next week or something. Are we still on for my reading? I'm, we're like, no, sorry. No, unfortunately, we're still quarantined and not quarantined, whatever, stay at home or whatever. Uh, so, so it's kind of funny that we're the ones rescheduling. It's not the other way around. You think, I'm sure you've seen the same thing where... It's the same for us. People will have us I, come into their house right now and paint inside their house with, with the kids and the children there and not care about it. We're not doing I that, mean, but we could do it. I mean, we had to have the dryer person come. I, I mean, our dryer. We have. We were stuck doing no laundry. I'm like, what are we gonna do? But they had the repair guy come out, so he had on 
whole bunch of stuff and you know he stayed right in our laundry room and then left so um, even when we paid it was like this thing we didn't have to touch and so it was pretty cool um but i mean we had to have the repair guy come so um but even then i was like i'm kind of surprised they're still doing repairs but i guess people need stuff fixed so um because i was like i don't i'll just buy a dryer but it was like a month wait for it to get delivered. So I'm like, um, no, I'll just fix it. So <laughs> the cost was almost the cost of what a dryer would be to buy one. So, so that's not easy, too, is that we're spending money like crazy. Like he just took both dogs to the vet today. The one was at the vet last week. The dryer broke. I'm like, in the past week, we spent close to like $1,500, $2,000. I'm like, him, there's no money coming in. He's laid off. I'm not working. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to start doing FaceTime readings because <laughs> we're running out of money. <laughs> Those bets are expensive. Trust me. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it's not just a checkup. Like, one, he's getting old. In fact, I... We, he's going to next month, and he's not doing too well. So he's been at the vet. This is second or third time at the vet in the past two weeks, and then... My other one just got sick. Like, literally, that's... He got... He came home with them. That's why he's downstairs. He came home with them while we started this. He, they just went to the vet this morning. So, I don't even know how much that costs. I can't wait to find out how much that costs. So, but each time they go, it seems to be like $500. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, when you talk about business, I'm like, yeah. So, so you're not doing any work right now? No, we are allowed to work. Um uh... We got authorization to work uh, on certain projects. So we do epoxy floors. So we're in facilities doing epoxy floors. So we're but we're limiting them to you know one or two painters at a time. Uh, complete protection, you know, masks and gloves, and we can do exteriors. Exterior of houses weren't we're not around people, or unoccupied houses. Um, oh, that's true. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So we've been good. I don't complain. Yeah, well, like, I can I can do FaceTime readings, so um, I just, once I open that up, I also know, too, is once, people have been trying to get me to do FaceTime readings for the last three and a half years, and I just have not been into it. I'm just, I'm just, there's something about it that's just not, I just, I don't know if it's my nerves, or I, I it's the turn off to me. I don't really want to do it. It might be forcing me into it. So, um, you know, which it actually does make sense. I can read people all over the world now. I have had people all over the United States who's wanted a reading with me that I haven't been able to do. I can go to Aruba now. We go to Aruba on vacation. I can go, I can do readings in Aruba. So, I could be on the beach doing a reading. So, <laughs> it, it does make sense to go to FaceTime, but, uh, I just don't like it. I just want. I like regular readings. <laughs> well, that's just, oh, that's just me. Yeah, think of the positives, um, Matt. Oh, where, where, where can we find you? Where can people find you? Um, so you can find me at www.lehighvalleymedium.com. Lehighvalleymedium.com. Um, I'm on Instagram. I made everything super simple. It is. Oh, actually, I can even hold this up. It is <laughs> and Lehigh Valley Medium at gmail.com. Everything is available, though, on my website. I spent a lot of money on this website. Everything from you can book your reading directly on the website. All the questions, that a lot of the questions that you asked me, I have the frequently asked questions. I'm sure you saw that. Um, how to sage, how I got started in this, so on and so forth. Um, you can purchase tickets to any of my events you can schedule your readings or you, you can do almost anything on the website um also though to bring up is my face my facebook live show on messages with matt that's going on its third year now and that is sunday nights at 9 p.m you know you just oh, jumped in cool so uh and that's where i actually do actually this, this very setting i have my ring light on i'm like that's where i that's why I have so much light in here. I've got my, my, my ring light set up. So I'm like, I um, have the same one. <laughs> it's nice because I'm yeah. like, it, uh, it, it, I haven't had to take it down. Normally I have to, you know, put it up and put it down every week. I'm like, nah, I can leave it. I've been leaving it up. Nobody's in here. So, um, 
But uh, yeah, Sunday nights, 9 p.m. Facebook Live, and sometimes I do Oracle card readings, sometimes I give medium readings, and also some of these topics like finding signs and symbols and things of that nature, just uh, which we didn't get into any of that, but that's stuff you can listen to and we talk about on my show, so you, they should check it out. Awesome. Well, Matt, I, I appreciate it. It was, it was awesome talking to you. Yeah, me too. I'd be happy to do it again sometime. We In person. Whole... Yes, actually, yes. Um, and uh, I, can, I can go live and have people see us do this. Do you have like a, another little microphone thing for somebody? Yes. Yep. Cool. So, so yeah, we'll just have to do it live. And then we can get into like signs, symbols, and stuff of that nature and doing more about what I see in my readings. So that's that's interesting. That would be really interesting. I, I actually like talking about that is how I actually see images and how I interpret them and signs and symbols and things of that nature. That's that's really interesting too. People love to hear about that because that's very unique. And uh, but that's a whole nother topic. Well, I'm fascinated and I have a million other questions. So we could definitely do a part two in person. Well, Cool. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. It's nice, pleasure. nice to meet you. Nice to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on, and thank you, everybody. And I always like to end my uh, my show with saying, "Don't just look for inspiration, but be the inspiration." Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you're looking for social media content for your contracting business, painting contractors, carpenters, electricians, any type of contractor, please check us out on Instagram at Amato Media or check us out on LinkedIn. We can definitely help you all out. So have a great day.